Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Hello, it's time for another Ice Cream Social. Hello, Ice Cream Socialists. Hello, Ice Cream Socialites. Hello, Creamers. Hello, Ice Cream Sandwich. And of course, hello, Scoops. And how's it going, Paul Mattingly? How is it going, Matt Donnelly? I am. Uh, it's going great, man. It is going just, just dandy. I just saw your t-shirt. I love your fucking t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This is from the Church of Bacon. This is a Church so of Bacon cool. t-shirt. It's uh, little butterflies flying around, a couple of flowers, and it says, God isn't real. Have a nice day. I love it. <laughs> it I is really it. cute. Adorable. Um, I wore it on Penn Sunday School, but the uh, slogan couldn't be read that easily on people who watch it on YouTube, and so everyone just thought I was wearing a really flowery t-shirt. Because <laughs> uh, uh, you're on island fun. time. You're on island time, brother. on island time, brother. On island time, brother. <laughs> Uh, also on Penn Sunday School, we snorted chocolate. Do you know that? I heard it yeah. made the RJ for goodness sake. That, yeah, that was that was that's what I was going to say. That's, I wouldn't have brought it up except that it made news. <laughs> that's crazy. It that's made real news. I think people are really fascinated with Penn's never having done drugs or, or alcohol kind of thing, and gotcha. so him showing any inclination towards it uh, is funny. You know, but as Penn said, uh, actually off air. Which should, which really would be funny in the RJ article, but they they didn't call me. I stay anonymous as one of Penn Jillette's friends. <laughs> they didn't say Ice Cream Social's Matt Donnelly started chocolate with Penn Jillette. That's not what they said. No, I'm just one of his buddies. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, we all snorted chocolate. Then at the very end of this segment, you know, they come with this very fancy little thing it comes with, and then you you dip these little prongs that are called spoons, but they're really just tiny prongs. With like a little divot on the end, you snort a very small amount of chocolate. So it's like a sniff, uh, snuff box. Yeah, it's a total snuff box, and you click this thing, and it flicks the flicks the spoons up. It makes a powder puff explode, and you kind of just sniff oh, at the same time. Okay. And um, at the end, Penn just digs it in and puts two buckets on those things. Wow! And takes it right in. Uh, and then we were, and then he also like jokingly rubbed it on his gums. And did all this stuff. <laughs> and he kept being like, I really, really liked it. And we were like, you know, joking. Like, oh, this is kind of like your first drug experience. So as soon as we're off air, he's like, you know, um, I just lost 85 pounds. I've also been a very successful in show business. I don't stay away from drugs because I don't have an addictive personality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Uh, but I do believe, uh, I don't know if he's going to kick, I don't know if he's going to pick up that habit. But He has dropped a lot of weight. He's that, dropped, uh, yeah, like eighty something. Pounds. That's crazy. Yeah, that's great. It's what's weird. he doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not telling you. He he's won't. Not, he's not. He's not. He's not the telling beans. anyone. Really? Yeah. But there's something. It's, it's even weirder. Him and Goudot are doing it. They're both losing all the weight, and they're not telling me. Motherfuckers! I Is know. this the, for a setup of some kind, or some kind of uh, bigger project that they're going to be busting out Tommy Lasorda style and be like, I ah, with with. with slim fast, ultra slim fast. I have no idea. Like, are they keeping that in their in their in their back pocket? They're going to bust no out idea. a big diet program? Can you see my wink from here? I have no idea. Oh, yes, I see it. Um, uh, great. Speaking, speaking of uh, losing weight. <laughs> yeah, we got... Man, Jacob <laughs> getting a P.O. box has <laughs> been one of the greatest things the ever. floodgates have opened. Jacob Holy uh, shit, got us a P.O. box, amazing. and then Scoops have sent us good food. Someone sent us 
I, I believe I can't say it without saying motherfucking, right? It's that's, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's tradition. Uh, it's tradition. Someone sent us a motherfucking king cake from Louisiana. God damn right. Not just someone. Country scoop from Thibodeau. Country scoop from Thibodeau sent us some fucking king cake. Man, I here's here's the oddest thing is that. Uh, I didn't have king cake until this year. Now it's the second time I'm having having it this year. This will be and my, I mean, this I mean, twenty fifteen. This will be my first. King You've never cake. had king cake, right? No. It's yeah, fucking. Country, we're eat it right now. It's really okay. good. Country Go scoop sent us a note. Uh, Happy Mardi Gras from Louisiana. Thought Jacob might like a taste of home for carnival. Enjoy, y'all. Oh, wow, it is unreal. It is so good. Oh, it is decadent, just sugary, mm. fucking goodness. Jacob, uh, yeah. what, what is what's there's a baby in here somewhere, right? There's a baby in the cake somewhere. And there's if you a get the baby, baby doll baby in the cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like this. There's a there's an example of one here that I'm showing you. And, Thank um, you for all the listeners, Jacob. That was a nice that's right. visual. <laughs> I thought so. For everyone listening. But if you get the like baby, that. that means you have to bring the king cake next year. Ah. Is that how it works? That's the tradition. No. Um, there's no like good luck or anything like that. No, it's bring the fucking cake next year, bitches. You're just it's a cake bitch baby. <laughs> yep. Why didn't they call it a cake bitch baby cake? They didn't oh, catch that's, on that's down the there? original name. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to hard to fit that onto a card. Wow, this, this is, is a good motherfucking king cake really right here. Le bon roulé. <laughs> Jacob, what do you do to celebrate your um, Mardi Gras things here in Vegas? I show people my titties. That's all I was asking. That's all I wanted. <laughs> That's the only acceptable answer. No, like I know, like uh, Colin, uh, um, Jacob, and I have a mutual friend, Colin Trahan, who's also a Louisiana boy. Yep, and uh, who's on a um, insurance commercial? Have you seen that? Oh, he's really funny on that. It's commercial. really funny. It's a new um, insurance, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. He's very funny on and it. And he gets there's some some like is it a wrestler or a Sons of Anarchy guy? I don't know. Some intimidating. It, it looks guy like that. Yeah, big biker guy who's replaced the teacher, and uh, and he, and he's he plays a scared parent talking to the teacher, and uh, I won't belabor it anymore because describing it would be stupid. But yeah, um, that's really funny. Anyhow, he knows how to find, like any he, he always knows. He always finds a Mardi Gras celebrating place wherever he is. So he knows like where all the spots are in other, I think I'm in other go, cities. I, I was thinking that today. I might go on the hunt for one tomorrow because there are a couple of Saints bars in town. There are a couple of right. LSU bars in town. And I think I might go uh, troll them a little bit tomorrow and see what I can h- dig up. I have never gone to the Mardi Gras. Nor I've have been I. to New Orleans. I've uh, never been to New Orleans. I want to go back so bad. It was such a fun city. I watched the first two seasons of Treme. Does that count for anything? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Absolutely. Practically a native. All right, thank you. That's how I know from watching <laughs> The Wire. That's how I know I say Baltimore instead of Baltimore. Yeah, body more. Body yeah. more murder land. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I try to say New Orleans, I think, the most respectful way possible. Do, are you bothered by it? Nope. Because you're, you're saying it perfectly. I hate there, people have an, have an inkling to overpronunciate New Orleans. New Orleans, and that is the most obnoxious thing. Yeah, in the you world. can't you can't do that. But you get throat punched. It's New Orleans. Another way to get throat punched in New Orleans. <laughs> just just add it to the list. <laughs> Put it on a sign. Is uh, to call a streetcar a trolley, not a trolley. If you go there and you see what you would call in any other city a trolley, you call it a streetcar. It's a streetcar, oh. as in a streetcar named Desire. Gotcha. There you go. Uh, you will get punched in the throat. Yep. And like, nice trolley. Your wallet's gone. You're wow. done. And then you wake up somewhere. I That's didn't what happens. It was that 
hardcore. That's yeah, it. Yeah. They ain't fucking around. They do not fuck around with no. their mass transportation. <laughs> when it comes to antiquated mass transportation, <laughs> they take it very seriously. You should see what happens if you get the baby and the king cake and then don't bring a king cake next year. Oh, man. Oh, oh I hope I did not get that baby Starts in my cake. Starts with a throat I punch. I did not get that baby in my cake. So far, I think I'm baby free. Um, As you know, I've been uh, working working the new job over at the Fifty Shades of Grey. I've heard that. Now here's the funny thing, right? So, so like uh, we've discussed in this podcast that I'm the, the 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 assistant stage manager, a job I did not apply for in any way. That is 99.9 percent of my job, uh-huh. right? And then on top of that, I come home and and as other uh, scoops always uh, note that I clarify uh, that my wife is is both in uh, Jersey Boys but also dance captain of Jersey Boys. She swings three roles and she's in charge of everyone's movement in the show. So she lifetime of theater. And uh, talented individual is better at my job than I am, <laughs> right? She's just better at it. Okay. So I was trying to think of like how how this th- this is actually kind of a hard thing because in terms of like what you need from the home front when you come home from work, you know, you want to unload, you want to bitch. It's really hard to bitch to someone who knows exactly what you should be doing yeah. and how to do it better. Yeah. Right. So I was trying to think of this. This is actually an example for Jacob. Listening. Jacob, could you imagine if SJ got hired to be the audio gal? Yep. At like a show on the strip. It'd be spectacular. Now, here's the thing. She auditioned to be a dancer. Right, right. And now she is on the show that she is in, a backup dancer. But when she's not dancing, she's run she the sound. runs the sound. <laughs> yep. And then she comes home and tries to talk to you about how annoying it is to run the sound. I got to imagine that would be a nightmare, right? It'd probably get, it'd probably get old quick. <laughs> you probably like, you're really so that's because... Like, uh, and this is funny because it's it's really it's funny to talk about to you guys. What's awkward right now in our household is that Sarah and I have switched roles completely. Yeah, I have her exact work schedule. The Jersey Boys schedule and the Fifty Shades schedule is exactly the same, and our obligations have completely flip flopped. She's on maternity leave, and now she takes care of the kid. And when I have rehearsals, she watches the kid all day and night. Right. So I am used to that. I'm used to. I was definitely like when when I definitely turned down jobs because it didn't make financial sense to exactly hire sitters so i became really i gigged around being a mr mom for the last Mm -hmm. you know 17 months and then uh she you know worked and then now we've completely flip-flopped and she is i'm trying to leave she is mrs moming it and uh and i have her exactly just mom and i have her her work (laughs) schedule so the thing that happens is we both try to unload and then you have to stop yourself from saying the words that come out of your mouth. The, the worst are, well, did you try that right there? Mm-hmm. If she says, well, did you try after I unload something? Or if I if she talks about trying to take care of the kid and I say, well, did you try? It just becomes evil eye darts. Sure. We just want to kill each We just want to fucking melt each other <laughs> with our laser vision down the middle. Mm. So I've been practicing. Ah, oh, that sucks. And I wish... She would as well. That, that's the secret. That's the secret for a lot of it. I figured it out. It took me a long time to figure it out. But yeah, you can't fix it. You can't make it better. You just listen. You go, oh, oh they're that, dumb. That is the they're truth awful. in terms of like, the source of like men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and all that other shit. The first thing you should do when anyone complains to you about that ever is just confirm that it sucks. Right. Don't your, not another thing. Nothing is it. Your complaint is completely valid. Don't don't done. Don't been there. Them don't be like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And then go into story your own. Don't do nope. it. Nope. Doesn't make any. Don't it try doesn't to help solve you that, at all. Don't. You know what you need to do. 
yeah, no. Next time you go in there. Just, yeah, that's me. There's a I'm time. A, I'm a fixer. There's a time for fixing, but it's not at the primary bitching point. There, you're right. right. There are moments when you can. Yeah, yeah. it's can, ten minutes later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there yeah. are there are moments when you can offer a you, possible after solution a if cake, someone's asked made for a few it. Yeah. jokes. But have some king cake, dear. But for the most part, there's no solution necessary. Yeah, it's just things are shit. Agree with me that things are shit. Yeah, you've made me feel better. That's all yeah. I need. Because it's just my wife is so much better at my job than I am, so it's really hard for her. But you just started. I know. I could eventually be the her of my my right. company. Give it I'm, some time. I'm not right now. Give it some time. You know what you should try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> king cake. King cake. More king yeah. cake. Yeah. That that fixes everything. Um. <laughs> Oh, now I used to want the baby because that was good luck or something. Now I don't want the baby. The country, king cake, country baby. scoop. I can't tell you how happy I am about this king cake. It's a good king cake. Man, Thank you, country. You, so you what is it? Is it like croissant day. cake bread? It's like cinnamon bread and yeah, sugar it's like a cinnamon and bread with like an icing on the top. Yeah, there's icing with a uh, colored sugar on top, and it's and all yellow sprinkles. and green. And yeah, they have sprinkles all over the icing. Yeah, it's yeah. Number and my titties. It's really good. And then and the colors are always correct. Those are always the, the that's not yeah, like it's, it's the uh green, purple and yellow or green, purple and gold. And that's just the Mardi Gras. That's color. just the colors. And it comes with trinkets. We got yeah, trinkets. This one came it came with doubloons and it came with uh with beads and it came with an extra baby. So uh I so bet we, you'll both be leaving here today with a baby. We have twins. We have twins. Oh my god. Um I wasn't ready for that. Man, when I went to pick this thing up, I, I cannot tell you how excited I got because the box is very clearly well, a king cake box. The box is all decorated, all yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and there's, there's no mistaking what we got. When when I picked this box up, oh man, I, I got so fucking excited. Uh, and I mean, I was on the phone. Like I, I can tell you exactly what I was doing. I was on the phone with my boss from uh, from Spiegel World from Absinthe, and we were talking about some serious stuff, and we were we were getting down into it, uh, all good stuff, but it was still some serious stuff. And I got and I walked up and I got that box out of out of the PO box and I just lost my shit on the phone. Yeah. And he was like, "We really have to get back to this." I was like, you don't understand. You know, uh, you know, life has stopped. There's a yeah. king cake in my possession. Mm. It's like a it's like a power it's super ring. Good. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Um, what happens if you eat the baby, Jacob? Uh, first, you probably chip a tooth, and then uh, it hurts going down. Been there. You know what um, you should do. When I when I was a kid, <laughs> I don't remember if I, I I think I chipped a tooth on on a baby when I was a kid. Why did they make the baby out of licorice? <laughs> well, I think tr- I think like originally they were porcelain. And oh I mean, my they're, god, they're tiny. I mean, they're that's a, they're that's an a inch chipper. or so. Yeah, they're an inch or so tall. Yeah, and I think back in the day they ma- they were made out of porcelain. So now is there still like is there a place in Louisiana where you can get like a high end king cake where they have the porcelain they're all, cake? There are all kinds of places like that. Yeah. Okay, so like. What 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 is the level of king cake that we have sent to us from Country Scoop? I mean, I, it's it's so good. I I really I mean, it's just it's a good one. It's a really okay. good. One. Yeah. What's what's the most babies you've ever had in a king cake? There's <laughs> just one per cake. Yeah, oh. Do they have like an Octomom king cake? <laughs> yeah, that's like, what, that's what I want. I want the one where everybody gets babies. a baby. Yeah, <laughs> just, or every just, slice has like two or three babies. Like that's the it's whole. just a baby doll with icing on it. <laughs> Like Gar- it's a king cake. A king cake. Guaranteed to get a piece of baby. <laughs> Everybody to, has to bring a baby yeah. the next year. Baby in every bite. Everybody gets a baby. Everybody gets a baby. Multiply you get a baby. exponentially and from year to year. This is Oprah's king cake. Yay! <laughs> Look under your seats. There's a baby. Um, so I've been having the hardest time trying to figure out whether or not the PR team from Fifty Shades of Grey is going to make us, make us, have us, invite us. Uh, to an outing of the movie itself. 
right? I ah, should. Because Makes sense. my wife wants to see the movie. Yep. And I explain this to my wife and to the PR team for Fifty Shades of Grey. I need clarification. I have a feeling I don't want to see it twice. That's it's, my gut. Yeah. That's my gut <laughs> feeling yeah. is that I don't want to yeah. see the movie twice. I feel like somebody here could uh, could tell you a little bit about it. So, Paul, you went and saw Fifty Shades the that was of Grey, the and movie. That was that, my this Valentine. Is, this is uh, this is Anne written all over it. Yeah, she Paul, loves the books. Paul, uh, uh, Paul's wife loves taking you to the girliest. <laughs> of girl. True. Here's the funny thing: between you, your taste in movies, and her taste in movies, you guys have never seen like a rated R blockbuster, right? Probably not. You guys not. have never seen like an action packed. She didn't go with me to Guardians. But, she doesn't go see a lot of the. Yeah. Cra- well, here's the thing: I shot my load on Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh. I hyped her up. Oh, you made her go see that. Had her out at a midnight that hurts showing. My heart. Oh. Had her out at a midnight showing, and that turd. It ruined she, it for it you. It ruined it. I was just like, oh well, fuck. I'll never get her you out lost, to see one of you my. Lost movies all your again. movie cred. I did. So fuck you once more, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Suck a fat dick for that movie. That movie's unforgivable. That movie is unforgivable. It's unforgivable. <laughs> that makes it so much worse. It's unforgivable. It's unforgivable. I hate that fucking movie so much. Now I have a personal story to go along with the tragedy. Oh. I mean, we all went and saw it. We all, yeah, we all oh, had to absolutely. see it. Absolutely, you had to see it. But man, I, mean, I, I must have seen it on how opening day. How long into it did you know? Uh oh, Crystal Skull. About fifteen minutes. Right. It got real worrisome. Well, the gopher was a, a good tip. Him opening the fridge. Movie starts oh with the fridge. When he, thing. When he hid in the refrigerator in the yeah. thirty yeah. seconds in. in. Right. It became the new jump the shark I for a little like, while. Oh, no. Blew up nuke the fridge. Yeah. Became the jump the shark. Oh the God. part, and then the part got, where I knew it was truly horrible was yeah. when Shia LaBeouf was uh, swinging with the with monkeys. The monkeys, the in monkeys the vines. is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, it was. <laughs> I, I, I was sitting there watching that, going, "Somebody thought this was a good idea." You know what? Somebody got this past an editor. Here's a fucked up thing. I never watched the show Even Stevens. Did you ever watch the show Even Stevens? No. no. That was Shia LaBeouf's big break, I guess. Okay. It was a, a Disney Channel giant quotes yeah. comedy. Sure. Right. And my wife showed me a 10-minute best of clips thing from that. Because he got those lying around. <laughs> Man, there's nothing There's nothing funny anymore. There's nothing cool, and there's nothing funny anymore. Life is a meaningless garbage pit of shit. I, I couldn't believe that it, what I was what watching done, Steven had been put on television. Again, I'm just going to try to pull the brakes on Paul again. I can't believe how many weeks we're going to do this. He's going to become Randy Quaid. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I couldn't believe. It was so awful. No, it that was, is awful. I Paul, agree. Is that, is that beard shed? There are funny things out there okay. in the world. I could, it was so bad. Yeah, you know, you're right. There are. I wouldn't you're I right. wouldn't recalibrate my perception of the world of comedy on a, on a best of Disney. You're right. You're right. right I got to fix it. But it just, it blows my mind that the you man is still even right successful. Um, I like the occasional broad city. It gets real okay. drug, a little druggy for my it taste. It is pretty druggy. That kind of bums me out. Because I think yeah. it could be real funny even without all the druggy. But whatever, it's their thing. Uh, it's still a, a good show. Nothing made, like you don't check out like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I've seen a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You're not into it. That's an... I'm, as for me, it's Brooklyn Nine Nine in German. <laughs> this season's been great. The second season's been awesome. I, I love did, Joe Latruglio the other day. I, I love seen it I love really Joe Latruglio. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Terry Crews. His character is yes, totally he's funny come too. around this year. They've made Chelsea Peretti a lot funnier. They even found a. Uh, oh, I almost said something terrible. I'm sure it's finding its legs. Yeah, that's you great have to. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a season. It takes a season to find to find the thing. Uh, 
there's I mean Rick and Morty is my jam right now. Right. So animation that's my thing. Yeah. So I mean there is still funny stuff. But out we there. know you like cartoons, Paul. Buddy. We know you like cartoons. Do I, I ever? Wanna, there's some mainstream comedies out there for you. I don't know. Uh The Heat was the last thing I saw that really got me good. I really liked that. Oh, the movie? Yep. That was a, that was a funny. Movie. That was very funny. Um I never got to see St. Vincent, which I wanted to. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. So, uh anyway, just unbelievable that Shia LaBeouf still did stuff after that show. Yeah, well, it's unbelievable he saw this stuff at all. But um, right. do you want to see Get Hard? Have you seen anything for that? Uh, Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart? We'll see. I'm curious about it. I don't know. I'm into seeing it. I'll probably see it at some point. I, 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 have, a, I have a soft spot for Will Ferrell. He is not, he's let me down as of late. You saw the second Anchorman. I, saw, I watched a little bit Heartbreaker. of Heartbreaker. Yeah, that was yeah, I couldn't make, We couldn't make it all the way through? No, no. Heartbreaker. Which is a shame because the end really is the like only it. funny part. Uh, the first one's great. Yeah. I mean, change change comedy as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and oh, you know what? So I was fucking watching um, SNL the the big fortieth, the big fortieth. I didn't I didn't watch the whole. I, I got into it on DVR. I watched the whole red carpet, and then I watched like the first half hour of the special, and I'm gonna watch the rest tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But um, the fucking old school Jeopardy sketches where Will Ferrell plays Alex Trebek with a mustache. Some good shit. Yep. Holy shit! Do those still hold up? Yeah, yeah. Wow, are those still funny? And well, they, and they do a new one on the. I watched the whole. I watched the whole thing last night. They do a new one on there. It's, it's great. Burt Reynolds. It's it's it's, it's what it's Norm as Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's just that's it. And no, and uh, uh, well, yeah, you're right. What's his name as, uh, uh, as Sean Connery? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. What is his name? Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Sound a dog makes moo. <laughs> that is incorrect. That's the sound your mother made last night. <laughs> That's the sound your mother made, Trebek. The correct answer is rough. Um, <laughs> ah, just the way your mother likes it, Trebek. <laughs> Too much. But uh, what's Will Ferrell is the straight man of that sketch. That's what I think is like looking at today. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Will Ferrell's not crazy. He's no. not over the top. No. He's not big. He's he's, he's very restrained. He's, he's just the doing victim. Alex Trebek. He's and he's victim. not even doing Alex Trebek. He's doing no, like a suburban dad tolerating weird. his <laughs> yeah. children. Yeah. It's really not Alex Trebek at not all. At all. No. It's just he has a voice that's kind of going for it, but not really. And then mm-hmm. he, the, all the energy is coming from something that is not uh-huh. just imitating Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek doesn't lose it on the air, doesn't you know all that right. stuff. It's it's based on no truth. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it, it's based on Alex Trebek if Alex Trebek were put in an outrageous situation. Yeah, on on the air, and he would just forced to go through it with these celebrities. That but is, uh, that is some funny shit. Yeah, it's, it's you're right. Really... There's still funny stuff out there. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Paul. I'm sorry. We do a comedy podcast. It just shattered me watching that shit last night. <laughs> of course, it should. God damn it! You get you, I... the the negative in your life has a higher impact than the it, positive. It really does. Life. It really does. Yeah, because you losing faith in comedy is a guy who runs three comedy shows a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is a little disheartening. It's hard. It's hard to do. I don't. <laughs> there are no good speakers out there. Microphones are no, terrible. No, you're right. <laughs> I got it's my attitude. I got to change uh, my attitude. Yeah, I got to never watch Shia LaBeouf in anything again. Yeah. Uh, so I saw Fifty Shades of Grey. You saw the movie. I saw the movie on purpose. It is boring as fuck for the first hour. Get out of town. I know. <laughs> there was a guy literally asleep behind us, snoring <laughs> loudly for twenty minutes. That's because his cock got hard so fast he passed out. Yeah, he's like, oh, too fast, a hard cock. <laughs> oh, quick bonus, sleep now. Oh, he was Mexican? Yep. And um, so he, he's like, oh, my super hard boner. Oh, 
Oh, oh, now I wake up, I'm hungry for taco. I want a taco and a burrito. Ole! Uh, so he, he, uh, he was doing his, and then this uh, dumb girl next to us was on her phone the whole time. Like, shout up. Uh, but there is no reason for these two to fall in love. Right. There is little to no chemistry at the top. Okay. And not a whole ton of chemistry throughout the movie. Right. But having said all that, there are some interesting topics brought up. Yeah. And if nothing else, this will provide some good, interesting discussion for middle America to have. Well, I guess that's, you know, behind the scenes, it's kind of like, I guess, controversy. That they didn't get along? No, that that this is somehow, uh, like, representative of the... Of the the BDSM, BDSM culture, yeah. that's exactly what Jacob was bringing up. The point, like, there's a lot of people in the BDSM community that are raising a stink because this is not representative of the BDSM community, and yeah. no, it's not. Sure isn't. By the way, have you ever talked to two different members of the BDSM community? Right. <laughs> They'll give you a whole exactly. Every one of them will will. Give I you can't, take. It's like trying to find two Italians that pronounce the word the same way. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Fangeli. Uh, yeah. Fangeli. So, I don't. I don't think you know. I don't think there's a broad you know, main course down the middle BDSM community. Where I can understand their objections, but I think they should be thrilled that the topic yeah. is even getting brought up in the mainstream. I would Listen, love for there to be just a single spokesman for the BDSM yeah, community. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, like an Al Sharpton of the BDSM community. That's what I want. He unzips his mouth to talk. <laughs> like, not fair. That movie is not... Does not have enough respect for her. <laughs> I want that guy to be out there. It's well, they, a total they have suburban one. mom fuck fantasy. That movie, they the, have the, the movie in the book. They have the the spokesperson. You got Smokey the Bear. They got Whippy the Squirrel. Whippy the Squirrel. <laughs> Whippy, Whippy the Squirrel comes out. <laughs> like, be careful with your nuts when you're getting to BDSM. <laughs> Whippy says, "Make sure you got a safe word." <laughs> <laughs> Whippy the Squirrel is a pretty good BDSM uh, spokesperson already. <laughs> like guess me. Whippy the Squirrel is. Yeah, I mean, I I never thought I would, you know, want uh, my balls uh, attacked in any way. But after one Whippy the Squirrel video on YouTube, mm-hmm. I was trying it at home myself. Changes your changes your mind. Mm-hmm. Turn Whippy, it up into Whippy a the Squirrel is already taken on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I would be surprised. There's some we've we've way too many characters on Twitter that are. <laughs> we just I can't keep. Track I can't of them wait anymore. for Whippy the Squirrel to start appearing and making some good comments. But anyway. Uh, one of the best points that my wife brought up to me, mm-hmm. and uh, spoilers for those of you who Spoiler haven't alert. read the book or or seen the movie or whatever. I should I should stop listening. But there is a segment, a whole big part of it is Christian Gray, yeah, uh, the billionaire sex fiend. Yeah, he wishes to uh, engage with the gal in the BDSM stuff that he wants to do. Right? Sure does. And to do so, he requires a contract yes. to be signed. Yes. Right? Now, it never gets signed, but there's a whole lot of discussion about the contract and about what is acceptable and what is not and all that kind of thing. Yes. Hard limits. Hard limits and just a huge chunk of forethought about consent. Yes. Which, when has that ever come up in any adult romantic movie situation in our lifetime? Has the issue of consent even been thought about? 
right? Well, it was yeah. in it was in Romeo and Juliet. There was a big contract <laughs> negotiation scene, but I don't oh. think Shakespeare cut it for time. I think yeah, but if you I've, I've seen if you, I, if you go to Stratford upon Avon, yeah. it's back in. No, why it's by the it's, unedited cut. Strap on upon Avon. That's yeah, the yeah. One yeah. Strap on strap on upon Hatford. Strap, upon Hatford. strap on upon Hatford. That's the BDSM. <laughs> That's the BDSM. That's where you put on Romeo and Juliet whips and chains. Is this a dick I see before me? <laughs> yup. <laughs> Hark! What what dick through protruding leather zipper break? It is your cock. <laughs> banana, banana. <laughs> I um, uh, I have. I'm gonna go see the. Uh, we are gonna go as a cast to go see the movie. So my wife went and saw it without me. She saw it already, and I was cool with that. What did she say? She have any comments on it? Well, so first she came back and said it sucked. Right. And then the next day, all she did was kind of keep talking about parts she liked. Right. That's just it. It's Uh, not good, but it has a lot of possibilities, a lot of good elements. They get a lot of it right. Yeah. But it's boring, and it's weird. And my wife was like, well, you're cramming a 10-hour book into a two-hour thing like always. Always. And in terms of of sexual acts uh, on film being provocative, you know, not not within it's not in this lifetime like we just don't live in an era so like between porn and amateur porn any of the craziest shit's already out there i mean right? it's, it's laughably tame just, to anyone who's who's been on the internet i'm trying to think of like okay so <laughs> like so, seriously if a, you if you if you watch that movie and get scandalized yeah. you don't own a computer <laughs> that's it's as simple as that you do not have email if you find that shocking. You don't have a television. You, did, you barely have a phone. <laughs> it's just, it's not that scandalous. Hello, hello, operator. What are you wearing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, wh- what's it called? Um, what I here's what I'm expecting is I'm going to go see it with with my cast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like uh, like Wild Orchid? And like do nine and I? A half weeks. What's I'm saying? Like do so I? Dude, the- that was my spank go to flick. Uh, right. So, so oh, before- Wild Orchid. Thank you, Mickey Rourke. For all you young listeners, before the internet, you had to find either an older brother or somebody who wanted to rent you rated our movies from the rent from the video rental places. Mm-hmm. And Wild Orchid, the best with Mickey Rourke, the best one. And then uh, nine and a half weeks also with Mickey Rourke. Yep. Nine and a half Mickey- weeks was okay. But yeah. Wild Orchid. That was my jam. Wild Orchid too. Wild Orchid 2 really fell off. What was the name of her? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did, uh, uh, plus, Wilder plus Orchid. Barely answered <laughs> Wilder Orchid. I wish it was called Wilder Orchid. They, they weren't slick with uh, sequel titles back then. No, they weren't. It would have been. Today, it would have been. Yeah, by today's standards, it would just be Wilder. Yeah, and even Wilder. Even yeah, Wilder. Even Wilder. Wild Orchid 2, even Wilder. <laughs> what was the name of the girl in Wild Orchid? Uh, let's see. You want you want the... Uh, the, the main actress, the one I spanked to a thousand uh, times. Jacqueline Bissett. No, no, no. That's not her. Carrie Otis? Yes. Carrie Otis is the one. Is, is the piece of ass in that. So hot. I don't think so I've hot. ever seen this movie. What? Jacob. I'm a little get, sad. Get ready to spank it all night long. <laughs> get ready to fucking... Always Get am. ready to put another baby in that king cake. You're going to be <laughs> flogging the dolphin all evening. <laughs> um, this is what I'm expecting when I'm going to go see... Uh, 
Fifty Shades of Grey. It's you're not far off. It's even, got that e- vibe. Even what you're describing actually confirmed it because in those movies there was always a ton of setup that meant nothing. Like you could because fa- you, you basically fast forwarded them. Absolutely, after a while, you did not point. watch. So it just was like okay, they meet. They kind of yeah, went out to the day. Oh, they're kind of they, angsty with each other. They went back to work, and then now they're back and they're hanging out again at night. And now boobs, boobs, boobs. Yeah, boobs. yeah, boobs. Okay, yeah, yeah. slow down. Stop. Hit boobs. play. Hit play. Boobs. <laughs> yeah, man. And so I, it feels like very much like this kind of antiquated hot movie template i was ju- i was thinking exactly that when i'm watching it i'm like and i thought this as i was I was like boy a lot of kids are gonna rent th- no they're not <laughs> yeah no they're not a lot of kids are gonna go down to the local I was, blockbuster I was, just, I was thinking like this yeah. is i was gonna think i was like well don johnson's daughter is gonna be the one nope no it's not they want this they got all they could ever want and more yeah at their fingertips this is this is nothing no one's going to watch this movie accidentally just to try and find Spanktro stuff. Yeah. Unless they are the loneliest child on earth. No. They will be sitting at home fucking their avatar. Right. I can tell you that it's, it's only, uh, I mean, the, 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 the timing of our show opening up is based on this movie coming out. And, and that was going to be huge. And it is indeed huge. Uh, did we get, did we find out how much it made this? That's what I'm looking for right now. Okay. Because I, after, after watching it, as, as fairly milk toast as it is. Yeah. It's going to make millions of dollars. It's going to make a mint. It must have been the number one. It's one. Of those, oh, it's definitely number one. I do. I didn't. I don't know what it made, but I read an article. So and uh, it opened to one hundred fifty-eight million. Just oh. over. That's just overseas. Whoa. I, well, okay. Oh, that's just overseas. Don't yeah. have. They don't have the. Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, weekend for Fifty Shades of Grey, almost ninety-five million. Okay. Domestic? No. That's, for a non-superhero, that's pretty respectable. This thing's not, you know, it's going to be yeah. a trilogy, but I mean, it's, yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not your typical trilogy mm-hmm. type of thing. No, no I'm sure it made. Op- I'm sure. It, so I mean, they're they're at a quarter billion worldwide already. Yeah, that's pretty good for three days. I, I, that is solid income. Yeah, I would take. And that it money. cost them what a buck ninety five to to make it. It's it's it, not that expensive. You guys are film. talking such shop talk right now. Buck ninety five. Listen it, to you guys. <laughs> It certainly um, has. A, it's hard a, to even no, hear you through all the cigar smoke. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm in an actual dollar and ninety five cents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the actors paid just to fuck Don Johnson's daughter. <laughs> that you know, was it. Just to get in. That's on That's what it. he got paid in. He got paid in poon. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me in poon. <laughs> um, That's one of Winwood's old hits. Yeah. Deep cut. <laughs> Pay me in poon. I can, and then, and then, uh, my wife and some of her friends had already seen our musical, and so they said that they were psyched that like anyone who had seen the movie will enjoy the musical tremendously. That's that's, oh, that's the great. other side of the coin. I was yeah. like, y- that your your musical is going to run forever too. It's it's already been uh it's already basically been sold out since we opened. You're gonna run forever with this this th- and and you know the sequel's gonna come out. You're gonna get another burst. Yeah, you'll probably be having sequels to your show. I would hope. I hope so. I bet I you will. So. I really got a feeling like like that was. I was. I was like, "Yay, Matt's gonna stay in town for a while." <laughs> I was really pleased. I was really pleased. Um, so Fifty Shades of Grey, the budget was right around forty million. Yeah. So they, they're which is it's slow for something yeah, you know low. that's gonna be. But it's no action. It's no effects. It's I mean, it's, you're just paying the cast pretty much. There's Viagra is expensive. There's a scene where they're street, in a glider plane. The glider planes where they spend all their glider dough. plane. Glider plane, glider plane. plane. Oh man, just that song costs a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, that was the most expensive part. Getting the rights to glider plane. <laughs> uh, I can tell you that I have another job, not Fifty Shades of Grey. That's six nights a week. I also have another job that's that's going on, and it's called being a dad. It's, no, 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 so it's just six thing. nights a week. Just six so nights a week. Just say, 
let's just say I'm let's just say I'm not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Let's just say that. All right, let's say there's another one where you're not talking yeah. about Fifty Shades of Grey. Got yeah. it. There is a fucking dipshit I work with. <laughs> just a fucking double O dipshit that I work with. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, Matt, I have asked you to not talk about me like I'm not sitting here. <laughs> no, it's not this job either. Yeah, we actually we record this six nights a week. Yeah. You guys don't realize we do this piecemeal. Yeah. We're just doing ten minutes at a time. <laughs> yep. And again, I'm not talking about Fifty Shades of the Musical. That place is that musical is a gem. The cast, stellar. Love every moment I spend with them. This other job I have, I work with a fucking idiot. <laughs> just a big. The fuck. internet has not stopped stupid. So like. Uh, at this other job, I, I'm backstage <laughs> and like, uh, you know, this other job, they're, they're running a new thing <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> they're running a bunch of new shit for the first time. So there's going to be like technical hangups and snafus. Right. Mm-hmm. This one dipshit takes it personally, like as if it's just happening to him. Oh, like right. it just is like, I love those guys. So like something goes wrong. I'm the only one backstage, so six actors will talk to me, right? And then I have to, like, you know, start facilitating communication. And then one guy would just be like, seriously, like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? And, like, yelling at me. And I, like... You're like, there are 20 people out in front of the curtain right now yeah. working on shit. Yeah. Hold on. And a lot of people who outrank me in positions that actually know things about what's going on, say, in front of the curtain, which I... You and I are in the same exact place. So the, the amount of information I get, and also the information that comes backstage as to like what we're going to do about certain technical things, I'm not going to get a breakdown of a lot of information. I'm not going to get a lot of depth of of of, of tactics and, and as, history. As the guy sitting behind one of the big consoles who's doing a lot of programming stuff, I will say that the only thing that I tell anyone else if I need to, if I need to stop for something is... Yeah. Hey, I gotta stop for something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, and that, that, that's the information that, that, that is I the get, amount of information I'm giving to anyone. And uh, here's where we're starting. That's about all you're gonna get from me. I'm not gonna be uh, printing up any newspapers, you know. In the meantime, like, hold on, actually, actually, read all about it. Snafu explained <laughs> in great detail. <laughs> Laborious explanation given for small technical glitch. <laughs> read right here. <laughs> Incredible amount of oversight for one little snafu. <laughs> hear it all right here. So. More information than anyone could need. <laughs> Read all about it. Forgotten tomorrow. Completely fucking forgotten tomorrow. So a few nights after this first technical snafu happens, another different technical snafu happens. And this dipshit yells at me again. Just oh, goes off, man. like won't listen to a word I'm saying. I'm glad this isn't happening at Fifty Shades of Grey the no. musical. Everyone over no, there, be total gem, absolute Good. gold it's this, star. It's this, this other, other show gig, I'm working on gig. six nights a week. Yeah, it's, yeah the secret I'm, show that I'm stuck backstage with this dipshit for. Uh, he just fucking <laughs> yelled at me three different times. I'm like, I have nothing to do with any of the technical <laughs> know-how at all. It's in fact quite clear to everyone when I walk in the room, all I, the, 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 the menial tasks that I have to get through the night are very obvious. And uh, in terms of any type of rank or anything, I would be, you know, I basically, if I didn't have to be paid to do another part, I would be an intern or something like that. <laughs> They're just not going to give me a lot of information. And so my ability to, to synthesize concerns of multiple people and run it up the chain 
I just Non-existent. Don't, don't have a lot of options. Non-existent. Don't have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and that, any show, that position is a facilitator and someone who passes on information. Right. That, that is what that person does. Yeah. And so when I'm getting yelled at, I'm just the only person who has a, a connection. It's basically like because I have a telephone backstage, I somehow am the, the, the recipient of this person's Dumb, dumb rat. What are you doing with a telephone backstage? Uh, <laughs> the truth is that this job, not Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades, great musical. Yeah. This job, we don't have headsets because <laughs> they handed them to us and they were like kids' toys. And like one ear was on and then the other ear was like on the top of my head, like a yarmulke. That's how small the headset was. And it like worked by like, you had to like triple click a button to like talk and not talk. And oh, those are fun. It was like a, it was like a walkie talkie set you'd mm-hmm. hand to like a kid in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so therefore we figured it was a lot easier just to text. It actually, one of, it had Optimus text Prime on the phone. side of it, yeah. didn't it? It turns out the telephone works really good. <laughs> turns out cell phones work now in this t- time. They've and, almost been perfected. Yeah. It turns out, turns out we're pretty damn good. So we just talk on the phone or, or text. Um, and so because I have my phone, I get dumped on by this fucking dipshit. And then I was annoyed, obviously. Sure. And then it was happening to me and then it was happening backstage. So by the time the show is over and by the time I talked to anyone about it, it becomes like this thing of like, I don't want to, I didn't want to like make too, too much of a thing, but I was pissed about it. Sure. But you're going to try and be the bigger guy. Let it go. I want to, but then on the other hand, like you can't be doing. No, you got to you got to put the stop to that. You can't be doing this. True, and and so, uh, but then the best thing happened because this guy is such a fucking idiot. Uh, after the bows of this other show, not Fifty Shades of Grey, the musical. Yeah, yeah, the the bad the not, bad one, not Fifty Shades the parody. Um, he came right in and yelled at the uh, union sound guy. Oh, uh, that's not a good idea. Right. This is what oh, like, just like grown you got right idea. there. Like everybody was just like, not, not good. Not a good not idea. Not a good idea. Oh, so stupid. Has he done shows before? <laughs> that's the next he, logical He clearly question. has and not done shows he before. He must not have. No. He, 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 if you talk to him, he sounds like he's pretty impressive. He well, that, like he would, quite that a gives resume. it away right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anybody that does. talks up their resume, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Fucking knuckle dragging ogre. <laughs> And so, so, so he caught wreck from that, I'm sure. Oh yeah, and then it was just beautiful because They're now like, it's not. You are not talking. And to now me it's that not way. me versus him. Right now it's like everyone knows it's him so. versus everybody it's else. Him yeah. versus him. It's him versus the union. Yeah, it's him versus Ivan Drago or Mr. <laughs> T or Apollo Creed. <laughs> Ivan Drago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so now it's just annoying because I just have to ice him. I don't. I just don't. I just don't. I don't spend a lot of effort. I don't want to spend effort. I just don't want to spend a moment being uh, fakely polite to this person. It's all yeah. good. So, yeah, but it was really, it was so, oh. so funny. Well, but do not, yeah, don't, don't. Once you start yelling at the old union guys, like, and first of all, first show, I wonder if it's your first show. Second of all, in Las Vegas, Las Vegas is a very tiny show business community. Oh, man. So beyond, you know, Yep. Uh, beyond just the, the union and the, their rankings and, and how they operate, the, everyone knows each other. I mean, everyone just knows. And the person who's going to get leverage at throwing their weight around town is not an actor. Nope. Just not an actor. Nope. The guys that go into work day in and day out doing doing the harder stuff, those are the guys that are going to be around no matter what. And uh, and they're the people that make you look and sound good. Correct. And well, they can I mean, make you not look and sound good if they want to. Correct. You you just look around town and you go, okay, how many big theatrical venues are there? That's how many big theatrical sound guys there are in town. Yep. Yeah. And you've just pissed one of them off. 
Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You, you know, it's supply and demand. There are and more of you than there are of him. If you weren't union, but he's just particularly skilled at handling the audio, it's, that's harder to find than a guy who can try to be funny on stage. Yep. Much, much, much harder to replace. That's just it. You've got to realize that theirs is a technical and yeah. skilled job. You are a dancing fucking monkey. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of us out there. And two, because it is because it's a union thing, if he says, I don't feel safe coming into work, yeah. now the theater is shut down. Right, yeah. because they can't just bring in a replacement because he is a union guy. So the, the situation has to be resolved with him first. Yep. Yeah, it can and be so some if he heavy if he says, ramifications, if he says, "Hey, this actor is yelling at me, and I feel intimidated or I I feel uh, unsafe around him," then guess who doesn't have a show anymore? Yeah, me. Like it, exactly. Me, I don't. And that's why you have to crack the whip on this motherfucker <laughs> at this at this other show, whatever it is. Yeah, whichever whichever it happens to be. The other one I do. Um. So. Uh, we should probably get into a little scoop mail, shall we? Let's scoop it up. Let's get into the mail. And while this, while there's a new trauma, we're trying to ignore the buddy king kick. I finished mine. It was you delicious. Want, you want another piece, Paul? No, oh, I dare not. Yeah, you do. Unless you can dig around there and find me that baby. I want to eat that baby. Oh, we'll find that baby. <laughs> we'll find you a baby to munch on. <laughs> we got one here from Elizabeth. Hello, Matt and Paul. It's Yes. Last hello. Thursday, my dad told me about a new buffet that opened over a month ago. We decided to check it out. When we arrived, I realized that this is a Chinese buffet. Not a fan of those. Uh-oh. And it was the fifth that had opened in my hometown. There was also a sign by the door that said, Now hiring hostess and servers. I needed a second job to pay for a trip I was go- that I was going on, so I thought about applying. While my dad was getting a second helping, one of the servers asked if I wanted a refill on my drink. I said yes and asked him about the hiring sign by the door. He said, and I quote, Sorry, we don't hire your type. (gasps) What? I replied, okay. Wait, what does that mean? White? I, I think so. Or, or not uh, not Asian. Uh, Chinese buffet, so maybe not Chinese. I don't know. Or maybe not really fat. Maybe that's it. But you have to be really fat to work there? <laughs> so she was too skinny and white yeah. or just one or the other? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That sounds not good. That's that's terrible. Well, we don't know if she's white, but I mean... Well, she, whatever. She, you she can't be... say that. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what. You'd be like, no, 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 Your Honor. I meant this type. That doesn't fly. You just hand, <laughs> a, you hand a resume and you don't... I meant women. And you don't I mean, do shit. it. That's all. Yeah. You just give them a resume and you don't go through it, but you don't yeah. say, oh, we don't hire your type. That's insane. That's li- litigious. All right, go ahead. Uh, after we were done with our dinner, we left, and I told my dad I'm never coming here again. I didn't tell him what happened, and the food sucked. After I came home, I posted the conversation with the server on my Facebook page, and my friends told me that it was illegal yep. and that I can sue for discrimination. Yep. I'm not planning to. No. Uh, next time there's an open town meeting, I'm going to campaign for a building of a golden corral. Moral of the story, <laughs> if you see a sign hiring at a Chinese buffet, don't bother asking. Well. All the best, and Steve Winwood kicks ass. Elizabeth. Yes, he does. Sure does. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you for bringing Winwood back to this podcast. Apparently, yeah. we're in the number two Winwood podcast, at least this week. Good. Well, what? Because um, Doug Stanhope brought up Steve Winwood and actually did do like a retrospective on his podcast, and his podcast is much more popular than Fuck ours. Fuck yeah. So we're, <laughs> he knows no what's longer, up. we're no longer the number one Steve Winwood well, podcast. Well, I got to say, Stanhope is probably somehow picked up from our, <laughs> yeah. our he, zeitgeist guys. He's following there. our lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We got one here from Italian Air Soda. I think that's the name. Yeah, <laughs> I like Italian that. Air Soda. Sup, Matt, Paul, and Jacob. 
I'm a longtime scooper, first-time emailer, but I'm always messing around with you and the ICS community on Twitter. I got proselytized when I was an undergraduate at a state university. I took a course called Mysticism in American Literature, Ooh, which I was <laughs> which I was drawn to because it listed H.P. Lovecraft in the course description. Uh, Paul can probably explain to you why that is nerd bait of the highest echelon. I know who Lovecraft is, motherfucker. What, right? did, what did you write? He's a San Francisco guy, right? Yep. I, I know the name. What did you write? Um, he wrote all about the Elder God, the Eldritch Gods, the, the you know Cthulhu and all them monsters and shit. Oh, but, I know him from South Park. Right. Okay. Lovecraft is a he's, 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 he's gothic, crazy gothic horror. Gotcha. Uh, early on in the course, the prof- professor used class time to explain to us that everything good in life was owed to the light of Akinkar. The yes. professor says this? Yes. He says everything good in life is owed to the light of Akinkar. Yeah. Maybe Akinkar? you got to be Akinkar, I think. E-C-K-A-N-K-A-R. That looks like Akinkar to Ekinkar, me. Akinkar, 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 Akinkar. Never need a reason, never need a rhyme. Akinkar now, Akinkar. I was going to say, what are the odds you guys are going to get to the bottom of this by keep pronouncing it over and over again? Uh, well, if we say it five more times, <laughs> he'll appear. So then solid. we can finally get it figured out. <laughs> just ask him. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I'm going for the summoning solution. Summoning solution. Go ahead. Uh, he encouraged us to look into Ekinkar, which had taught him the power of the mantra chant. Um, this is one of these weird font things. Uh, Hugh Ekth, most powerful word in the universe. What? At that point, the class was quiet and the students were being respectful. It didn't last. He took a culty pyramids, a pyramid schemey turn for the worse by explaining that he had reached the highest level of Ekinkar mastery by investing $20,000 of his own money. He claimed this was the only way to reach the top level of mastery. This sounds like a prank. Because, yeah, it does. Because it showed his commitment. Uh, he realizes he's a college teacher, right? Yeah. Like, the joke is on him hard. <laughs> yeah, like, if you think you can rope 20 grand out of, like, every student you have collectively. You think you can, if you think you can rope $5 out of a college kid. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was like, the top of this pyramid is $16. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's like, pizza oh, night. And maybe after I graduate. Pizza and beer, <laughs> yo. Uh, he said he even got to study under Harold Klimp. The spiritual leader of the Harold Klimp? No, not that one. <laughs> oh, different, <laughs> different Harold Klimp, oh, but yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, still, not, not that one. No, no, no. It's spelled with a PH. The uh, West Coast Harold, Harold Klimp. Klimp. Yeah, yeah. Harold Klimp. Uh, the entire cl- class was silent with shock. Some students wore looks of bewilderment, and others actually nervously squirmed. The professor paused for a moment and then went back to the course content. I need to add that outside of this, I hold the highest respect for this professor, and he was actually quite brilliant in every other way. I went on to take another course with him, but that could also have been because of his choose-your-own-grade policy. Each student had an individual meeting to decide what his or her final grade should be. So I was right from the get-go. You read that course, and you're like, bullshit course, I'm in. Yeah. And now here you are, 20 grand in the hole. (laughs) Rocks for jocks. Uh, incidentally, I, he sent a follow-up letter, and I think I'm going to invest. <laughs> I'm going to try to be. I'm, I'm going for the ten grand level. I just, Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, we'll start start small. 
the perks. Leaving like your perks. face generously lubed for the next guy. Italian <laughs> Italian air soda, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> at Wiener Cat. Leaving your face generously lubed for the next guy. That's a good one. That's a good sign up. Oh, uh, we got a PS. PS, if you search Ekinkar, you get results for survivors of Ekinkar support groups. I think that says it all. Yes, survivors it does. of Ekinkar. That means yeah. a bunch of people go. Well, a bunch of people got ripped off. Spell right, this yeah. shit for me. I gotta look it up. Uh, let's see. It's E. Paul, we still have a podcast to do. Whatever. This. <laughs> I've got. I've got to figure out Ekinkar. E C K A N K A R. It's a hundred bucks just to get to this article. Uh, let me pay. <laughs> I just gotta pay for it. I, got, I gotta know. E C K A N A R Ekinkar. No, no, no. Ekinkar. You left oh, out a K. E C K A N K A R. This cannot be done anymore on the air. <laughs> it's E. If you don't have it C-K. done, right? I don't care. Stop, please stop. A. We cannot. C K. A N K. A E C K. A N K. Somewhere there's someone commuting A-R. in Got Massachusetts it. in two feet of snow right now. <laughs> we got another email here from Eckencar. Eckencar. Oh, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> we got an email here from Scoopero. Scoopero. All right. Dear Microphones at Alia, thank you for making me look like a giggling idiot when I walk my dog. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You're most welcome. I have a request. I am an improviser with a few years' experience, and I love to hear you talk about your improv stories, uh, general improv philosophies, and especially what helps you improve as an improviser. As you know, there are ruts you can get caught in, and I want your opinions on keeping it fresh and improving your craft. Also, I would love to hear about the improv scene in Las Vegas and where you see it going. Nowhere. Up your butt. Uh, <laughs> I would. You see that? That's improv. <laughs> <laughs> Lessons uh, one and two. Yeah. Come take some classes with us. We'll tell you everything you need to know. Uh, for a mere $20,000. That's it. $20,000. 20 grand. Welcome, spiritual seeker, as the Ekinar <laughs> website asks. That's Ekinar. car. Whatever. Fuck him. Uh, so, liar. No, uh, the, the scene here is healthy and getting. It seems like it's. Uh, everything happening at the Onyx is fascinating. It's small but growing. Yeah. And uh, we hope the Onyx, the, what Troy Hurd's doing over at the Onyx Theater, uh, keeps going. Yep. Because it seems to be the best uh, effort in a long time. It is for definitely. The, for the community as a whole. Quite the resurgence. Uh, I had a really great turnout for my drop-in class this week. Wonderful new faces. So, yeah, and I'll good turnout this, for the what show. What the city needs is what, any, any city that has a good comedy theater or good comedy community has a place where you can go seven nights a week just know that you can go there yep. and see something funny uh, where the community all hangs out and cross pollinates yep. regardless and so it's not just about your shows but about seeing, you know, hanging it's out about with seeing your friends and knowing the people um, that are there that being said the, uh, we're, we, we seem to be on the cusp of that over at the Onyx but it, we've yet to actually ever have a space that does that it's very difficult here because there's no separation between the local scene and the mainstream scene so you know as I always point out in New York People are going to Broadway shows in Carolines. Those aren't the people who are trying to get to the People's Improv Theater. Nope. But here it is. Yep. And it's a very small city, so that all the locals very much are demanded upon by big shows to go see them at, at local rate discounts and stuff. And so uh, you'll find that the average person going to see a comedy show has also just went and saw Jersey Boys last week. It's rather hard when your you competition know. is the Blue Man Group. Yes. And, and you're about to do your, your third week troop. Now, that being said... Uh, what's great for us is that you do get people that come out to your shows that aren't just 
people taking comedy classes, mm-hmm. which is also pretty common. Um, when you first start out at UCB or, or in these places in New York, LA, Chicago, most of the time your students are just uh, your audiences are just students, and that's not the case here. Not at so all. When our friends come here to do shows, they love that we have authentically uh, audiences. Audiences. Yeah, we have authentic audiences that are hip to comedy that just really want to like it, and they're not mm-hmm. trying to do it. Yep. Um, and so it's a blast to do shows here. It is. We just can't do them as often as you want. We had a guest group in from New York, uh, from uh, Justin to Kelly. They go by. Fun pair uh, doing a duo. My favorite movie, by the way. It's, it's, it's awesome movie. It's not, I mean, Underrated. Shades of Grey might knock it off. Underrated. My thing. But Wait uh, till you see it, yeah. Yeah. It'll knock it off because you'll go, oh, got bonus so quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rerun a chimichanga. <laughs> Oh boy! I hope I have some beans and rice at Chimichanga. Boy, boy, boy! I show you Mexican. Whoa! Wear my sombrero. I could wear while sleeping. Have a siesta time. Was that the whole email? Was they just want to know about the improv scene in Vegas? I know there's more email, but I am stuck on ekincar.com now, and oh, I'm, I'm learning all about oh. it. It's the darkest. Oh man, it's awful. It's it's so bad. Um. Anyway, uh, Scoopero <laughs> says. Uh, now for my mini Italian air show. I was oh. I was visiting my oh, grandmother. Little, uh, little teases. Like little, I want to know teaser, something about yep. you guys. Would this be would this qualify as a little Italy Italian air show? <laughs> a little Italy, a little like Italy it. air show. Uh, I so was visiting also my grandmother. Being taken over by Chinese restaurants. Oh, hello! You like a spicy meatball? <laughs> I'm so Italian. If you go to little, little Italy now in New York, it is it Chinatown. Is Chinatown. Yeah, really. Chinatown's just taking over the all whole that thing. Area. Pretty much. But they still serve Italian food? No, no, that'd be funny. <laughs> That's what I'm. <laughs> that'd be awesome. No, all the, most of, all that kind of like. Why are we at Rizania? Where does the Rizania go? Oh. Our bread chicks are embryous. Um. <laughs> this is the worst food genie I ever have. No, no, gnocchi not soft enough. Oh, this gnocchi is a jokey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I read your fortune. It said, you don't know how to cook a noodle. <laughs> how about that, motherfucker? What, what kind of gravy is this? It tastes like a shit. Gravy. <laughs> Love it. Love the gravy. All right, what has it? Who's I this? was visiting my grandmother in Phoenix while in my early 20s. I'd gotten into the habit of visiting over uh, visiting her over spring break to get away from the cold. Hot. And I continued after I was out of college. <laughs> That's so sexy. <laughs> Agreed. Oh man, spring break, <laughs> going to Grammys in Arizona. If you did, that's hot. She lived in a condo complex with other retirees. I gotta do another fifty sit-ups. <laughs> get ready, get my beach pod together. <laughs> going to see Grammy in Arizona. Me and Graham are gonna hit the, hit the, hit the shore. <laughs> this place had a restaurant, pool, sauna, spa, and workout room, and it was very quiet, Dude, which right. suited me as a person who loved to spend a week reading sci-fi and catching a tan. I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dear popular science <laughs> You'll never believe What a boner me and my gram had Dear AARP Weekly <laughs> They say it never happens When you're looking for my it My grandson came in for spring break And he brought some friends mm, That's the AARP I'm, version That's, that's <laughs> her perspective but I arrived, I noticed the guest bathroom had a dried, uh, had a dried up this going? sliver of soap oh, and barely a drop of shampoo. But being the lazy guy I am, I managed to stretch it out by adding water to the shampoo and not really getting clean enough with the soap. After a few days, I woke up uh, oh. feeling the need to rub one out. 
As oh, you guys no. know, being in your 20s and getting sex on a regular basis leaves you very horny when you don't get it. Ha ha, just kidding. Of course you don't. Oh, fuck you, man. You're oh. the one fucking your grandmother in spring break. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it's going. P.S. What are you talking about? We No, he's, he said he was being nice, but we I never got laid. Wait, is that what, I thought he was saying that we didn't get laid in our 20s. No, is he that, was saying we did get laid. No, he was, he was saying joking. you didn't. But any jokes that said we did. Well, whatever. Right? Okay. Oh, fuck it. How do you spell it? <laughs> E-K. How do, you spell, how do you spell soap? So that morning I looked around for D-O-V-E. another... D-O-V-E. It's mostly moisturizer. Yeah. So that morning I looked around for another bar of soap in the guest bathroom. I didn't have the gut slash brains to steal my grandmother's soap, but I did have a brilliant idea. <laughs> oh, jeez. First of all, I just want to... Soap is not integral to masturbating. <laughs> No, it is, it is for this guy. Nor is it like you're gonna steal your grandma's soap to jacket. Yeah, that's the grossest. Like uh, to be all rose water and he's shit. He's already fucking his grandma. How much oh. worse is the soap? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, comparatively, just to steal it or soap is fine. Right. Weren't that's... you? Weren't you thinking as Susie said inside the bathroom there was yeah. a dry? You're yes. like, who? What's his name? <laughs> there was a dry old dude sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Itching his finger towards me. <laughs> Dry old vagina. Dry old vagina sitting there ps- ps- puffing dust at me. <laughs> I just love the idea of using soap for this. No, and like a, going on his, the hunt for his it. His like, cock oh, is fuck. so clean. Have yeah, you like, ever used soap to masturbate? Sure. Really? Yeah. Oh, you don't get it in the pee hole? No, it's not a regular thing. Like, it's not a necessity of mine. Your question was, have I ever? And the answer is, if I go back to my teenage years, what didn't I try? You're right. What didn't I use to masturbate? And I guess I must have learned that lesson somehow. Yeah. So there it is. Right. <laughs> so I, like, did it, I did it at some point. Anything with moisture, I tried. <laughs> but I, I was an overweight teenager. <laughs> Who was everybody's cuddly best friend? Of course, I am still that guy. It's uh, awesome. But uh, uh, now, no, now I use uh, sandpaper. <laughs> smart, smart, and shrewd. I just and 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 no matter how much the internet has evolved, the Victoria's Secret catalog. Mm. No, um, I go backwards with a rattlesnake skin. <laughs> I get a special oil shipped in from Egypt. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Egypt oil. Egypt me. Chip oil. It costs a lot, and it's not that good. It's $20,000 for Egypt an oil. Egypt oil. But you achieve total consciousness with the, with the god Ekenkar. That's no, a- it's just... It's just, it's just uh, when you finish, you take a photo of yourself, and it's just like a hieroglyphic. <laughs> All right. You, 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 do you jizz in hieroglyphs? Yeah, you jizz in hieroglyphs. Instead of a map of Hawaii, it comes out as a, <laughs> as a, as a hieroglyphic. <laughs> But I did have a brilliant idea. Don't watch that shirt. It's historic. Ugh, ugh, I just came Anubis. <laughs> leave it. Leave it. It's good. <laughs> there was dish soap in the kitchen that I could oh! grab without anyone noticing. No. No, that takes grease out of your way. <laughs> you need the grease. You got to have a bit of grease. It's so I got a- in the shower with the dish soap. No. What are you doing? And oh, applied gonna- a generous quantity oh, yeah. to gonna, the affected area. He's going to foam the whole zone. Oh, my God. He's, he's going to lose like, his dick. Yeah. He won't be able to find it. <laughs> After a few seconds, I noticed it getting warmer. A few oh. seconds later, it started to burn. 
What was this dish soap? My dumbass. Dish didn't soap think. is awful. Dish soap, like that's why you. That's why you're supposed to wear those rubber gloves when you do dishes. You're right because right, it takes the grease out, and your dick. No, it's, it's a your harsher. Forty percent grease. It's a harsher. <laughs> it's a harsher chemical. You know, it's meant to get anything off a of pan. No, my my dumbass didn't Burnt think ass that shit. Maybe you know. dish soap had caustic chemicals that could perhaps be harmful to my nether regions. Yeah, it just it just scrapes totally burnt bacon off a pan. Right. It's it's not meant to go in there and just kind of be in the most sensitive area of your body. I frantically turned You're on right. the shower and did my best to get now, the soap off of me with the sh- with the weak stream of the ancient sediment encrusted shower head. Oh. If you uh, he, he's got it all wrong because if you keep the soap closed, the dish soap closed, you can put that bottle right up your ass and no soap's coming out of that. Oh yeah, and then now you can masturbate. Yeah. After it was gone and the burning had mostly subsided, I surveyed the damage. My grandma came and kissed it and made it all better. <laughs> Grammy kisses are miracles. Grim, Grim, I got a boo-boo on my wee-wee. <laughs> and it's spring break break. My junk was bright red, and over the next couple of days, the damaged top layer of skin started to peel off. That's disgusting. That being bad enough... He's, I, a, he's a reptilian. He's not a human. He's molting. Is a, is a, <laughs> and my dick started eating mice. <laughs> that being bad enough, I never did get any relief, and then had to return home to a horny girlfriend who expected sex upon my return. Oh, poor How dare you. she? I Life sheepishly told her the truth. Haha, <laughs> 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 just kidding. I, of course I didn't. <gasps> what did you I do? told her that my junk had gotten sunburned because I had been wearing a swimsuit with thin material. She did not believe you. As far as I know, she believed me. And we went at it a week or so later after the flaking skin had peeled away. Gingerly fucking you in the face. Scoopero. Here's the thing. The weird part is while you didn't have sex for a week, she started fucking Mr. Clean. <laughs> just just, just because. So she, you guys were even. And then she moved on. She's to like, the, thank God, because my vagina is also red and peeling. She moved on to the 20 Mule Team Baraxo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is disgusting. That Have you ever done horrible. it with lava? <laughs> used lava, lava to soap? masturbate? Yeah. The, the power of pumice <laughs> on I, your I've wiener? Used, I've used actual lava. <laughs> I just, You've used actual lava. I had yeah. to only because I had a weird blackhead problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Now um, it got it right out. Doctor, my dick's covered in blackheads. What can I do? <laughs> Here's this pumice soap. <laughs> Stroke it, kiddo. The cure is better than the disease. We got one here from Scooper Real. Icy Hot. That's the dumbest mistake you could make. Yeah. I know know someone who used the Icy Hot. No. They warned. He mistook the tube for uh, for something else. I know a guy just tried it just to see if it would be awesome. It's not awesome. No. Why don't you just put some salad tongs on it? No, that I've Oh, that's fine. (laughs) And the salad tongs and I are still together. (laughs) I took my salad tongs to the prom. <laughs> Tongy. He's taking the salad tongs with him to see Fifty Shades of Grey. It was interesting because the prom's theme was tongs for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird coincidence. <laughs> the tong of our lives. Our tong. <laughs> our tong! What was your tong? Did you and your tongue have a tong? Yeah, our tongue our tongue was um, the thong tong. Tong to tong tong tong. The tong to tong tong tong. Cisco. It's so hard to toss the tongs to the salad of yesterday. Was our song. 
Boys to tongs. Boys to tongs. <laughs> It was chopsticks and tongs. <laughs> We've got one here from Scooper Reel. Scooper Reel. I've got an inappropriate proselytizing story for you with an extra creepy twist. And in other tongue. words, the best kind. <laughs> if it involves dish soap, I'm in. Yeah. I think it's best for this story. I think it's best if this story is told from my mom's perspective. Okay. For a bit of background, my home was vaguely Jewish, but really pretty religiously ambivalent, bordering on atheist. You want to come in the door? Go ahead. I don't care. I'm just here. I'm just a house. Do what you want. That's true. Don't if stand you, on the porch all day, though. Forget it. If you meet uh, Jews from uh, from Israel, they'll say pretty much the same thing. It's not like they say that they're basically an atheist country. Right. I've heard that. Yeah. It's weird. It's hard to understand for me. But I, I, I guess I understand it. But that, but that description feels like it's that. Well, I guess if enough of your relatives get killed over the name of some dumb shit, you go, well, that's probably not a good thing to believe anymore. <laughs> and that's what they want. <laughs> well, they won. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. it was the first day of school, and she was waiting for her first grader, me, to get home. The bus pulled up, out I came, and as per usual, she asked how my day went. School was great, I said in my usual nerdy fashion, but I have a question for you. Sure, what is it, she said. Can you teach me the Ten Commandments? Her seven-year-old asked innocently. This gave her pause. Why do you need to know the Ten Commandments, she asked. Are they teaching you about this in school? Well, kinda. My bus driver said whoever memorized the Ten Commandments by tomorrow would get Tootsie Rolls. Further pause. Oh, boy. Oh, then, man. with quickly rising concern... <laughs> now I get why it's from her perspective. Yeah. With quickly rising concern, but not wanting to alarm her child, she said, I'm curious, how exactly did he bring this up? Um, well, we were coming home, and he pulled over and stopped the bus. Then he stood up and asked us all to be quiet. Then he asked us if we knew who Jesus Christ was. I knew who he was. Pause level on critical. He was a he was a he was a second level minister in the Church of Eckhart. <laughs> Go on. This was a command and not for a twenty thousand Tootsie Rolls. I can I can hang out with Jesus for lunch. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so I didn't get to tell him, but another kid did. Anyway, then he asked us if anyone knew the Ten Commandments. A couple of kids knew like one or two, but I didn't know any of them. He said that wasn't good because we really need to know that stuff. Extreme pause. My mother said, and then? So he had a bag of Tootsie Rolls up at the front of the bus, and he held them up. On his lap. And he asked us if we wanted it. In a bucket with a hole I, in it. I like that this proselytizing bus driver is using the same strategy as a child molester in a van. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He knows um, what works. Only these apparently. kids have to go on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> the van is an option. A lot of kids wanted one, but he didn't give us any. <laughs> then he said that anyone who came home and could recite the Ten Commandments would get one for every commandment that they could remember. So I really need to learn them. I don't want to look dumb, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm just going to go make a phone call. Why don't you get to your other homework? Or why don't you get your other homework done and we'll talk about this later, huh? Uh, oh, also, I thought I could drive you to school tomorrow. What do you think? Needless to say, I never saw that bus driver again. Love you guys and everything about the show. Keep up the great work. 
fucking your faces like it was my job. Scooper real. No, but you know what? I'm glad I never saw that bus driver again, but I feel like now it would be even it would be harder to do that. It just feels like anything that involves religion now gets such like this uh, instant support network. You think? No matter, oh, I think. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, because now there's all this there's all this shit about like protecting religious freedoms. Yeah, and, but and you know that a giant group would pop up if anybody tried to shut that guy down. Now, if that you know, a giant got fired group for, would pop for proselytizing, up. he would have the support. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I it, think it would be all these get, people popping up and spouting maybe, freedom of religion bullshit. I hope he would still get canned though, because that's just not cool. And the grossest thing about it is it's just straight up targeting kids, which is the whole reason the shit works. Yeah, the only reason the shit keeps perpetuating itself is because it attacks kids. Throw it away. Yeah. God damn it. Ah! Honestly, in the th- I mean, the one I wouldn't have done for Tootsie Rolls at that age. <laughs> right. What it's I dangerous. didn't do. Yeah, what I didn't do. Did you learn the Ten Commandments? I learned how many licks it takes. <laughs> yeah, you did. How many? <laughs> Four. There it is. <laughs> From your mouth to the bus driver's ears. Yep. That's what I did. I licked his ear. La, 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 la. We got our last scoop mail of the day from Lord of the Street. Oh, we like Lord of the Street. Lord of the Street. Yes, we do like that fucking name. Oh, good name. Lord of the Street. So, by my own definition, I have completed the obelisk challenge. Oh, thank and you. And am an official thank you, Lord. quadruple <laughs> scoop. A quad scoop. All thanks to Paul. Oh. Normally, the other three guys oh, that I golf you, with resort to crude humor and references to three golf movies when busting each other's balls. Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore, and occasionally Tin Cup. I should have had Matt try to guess which three golf movies they were going to Oh, make. man, I wouldn't have gotten Tin Cup. Yeah, I, I would have. I would, yeah, Caddy, Caddyshack's the obvious, and Happy yeah. Gilmore is, yeah, that's close. I would not have gotten Tin Cup. Yeah. Uh, so last week, while searching for errant, for an errant shot... I stated in my best Paul imitation voice, I'm on the hunt for balls. <laughs> this caused much laughter and consternation on the part of my companions until I explained the source. They have since listened to a few episodes and they are hooked. Yay! So now I'm waiting patiently until they hear the Hooray for Nazi soundbite so that we can use that on a crowded <laughs> golf course. Preferably one surrounded by houses. P.S. Best movies ever, Pool Hall Junkies and Fletch. I, Long live Winwood. I, uh, I thank you, Lord of the Street. Thank you, Lord of the Street. I live on a golf course. <laughs> I would, I would blow my mind. I think like if I was because like, I often drink coffee in my backyard in the morning. If people were walking by, and was, and I'm on the hunt. And for if balls. I heard someone quoting you, I think I would drop my mug. <laughs> like it shatters on the like ground. usual suspect <laughs> yeah. style. It just would. My world would freeze for a moment. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Lord of the Street. Awesome. Thanks for spreading the great. crazy. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, we should get into a little uh, jock versus nerd then, I guess. Jock versus nerd. Why not? It's time for the jock versus nerd. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. Explosion. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go first, Paul? Sure. All right. Famed game developer has come under fire because this is kind of his uh, normal thing. He overhypes his games. Okay. Big time. Makes incredibly 
extravagant promises yeah. about the level of quality and the interaction of the AI and all this. He, he's he's one to dip hardcore into hyperbole before his games come out. And mm-hmm. He always underproduces because he promises the moon. Okay. This time things are a little different because the game he is currently putting together mm-hmm. has been one that he has funded through a Kickstarter-type campaign. Okay. Which, of course, uh, includes all the... T-shirts. Thing, t-shirts and shits that backers get, right? All these promised goods. Sure. Uh, it's run into a lot of delays. Mm-hmm. He's way behind schedule. He's even talking about not being able to come through with some of the promised treats. At a crowdfunder? Right. Oh, that's got to be terrible. It's pretty rough. But he's also an accomplished game designer and developer for okay. years. and Really highly respected. But it's gotten to the point where the backers are upset with him. Understandably sure. so. He yeah. understands it. Yeah. But there have been threats against his family. Ooh. There's been all this, you know, lots of lots of vitriol. Don't fuck with those gamers. And he has just come forward saying that he will no longer speak to the press. Whoa. To avoid a couple of things. But mainly to keep him getting his keep photo him, taken, keep himself from talking the hyperbole that he usually does about his games. Okay, he's going to try and put himself on a, a self-imposed leash in a way. Okay, and so he is no longer going to be talking to the press. He's going to take a whole different approach uh, with his next game and whatnot. But this is for a guy as outspoken as he's been throughout the years. Mm-hmm. This is a real one eighty turn. Uh, and it's a shame that it has to come to this because of the threats against his family, and all this kind of stuff. But uh, very highly respected and well-known game developer from back in the day. Is the question, what is this guy's name? Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Of all the things you could have quizzed me on, the, the, the name is the hardest one. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the most comedic way would be like, what are some of the promises that he's not delivering on? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even know. Uh, I'd be like, oh, sure it's like t-shirts and cuddling. Shit. Yeah. Um, Don King. Close. I guess. Close. It's a good first guess. Because <laughs> he, seems, he seems like someone who would be overhyped and surprised you wouldn't talk to the press anymore. I'll tell you even more about his history if you'd like to know. I None of it will help me figure out his name, but yeah, <laughs> he, go for it. He in, he's in, essentially credited as the inventor of the God game when he created okay. Populous way back in the day. John Carmack. Nope. Damn That's it. the FPS stuff. I know. So he created the That's, God game idea. That's what we right? call it a joke in, the, uh, yes. in my world. It's good stuff. He did black and white. Uh, he... Uh, he found black and White Cookies? Lionhead Studios. The inventor of Black and White Cookies? Uh, no. Holy shit. He did... Uh, so it is Don King. Actually, I, think, I don't know if he did Black <laughs> and White. Now that I'm thinking about it, Black and White might be his. I think it is, though. Uh, he is responsible for the Fable series of video games. Ah. You, you know, you know Fable. Played. You do. The, you have played it. That's the last game I played. Did you really? This is, this is, this is the famous Fable. The game, the, like I knew I had to stop playing video games. It broke you. I stopped playing video games because of playing Because you Fable. got too deep. Yes. This is one, I mean, he's a good developer. Yeah. He makes good games. He always overpromises what they'll deliver, but they usually deliver a lot of shit. Fable was a pretty intricate game. Yep. Okay. So no guess on his name. Man, it's too long. It's too long. It's a wiener uh, name. Okay. So either Dick or Johnson. First name is a wiener name. Okay. Uh, Dick. Mm-mm. Uh, cock. No. Um, penis. You're close. That's you're a, in the right. You're in the right letter. Pecker. Closer. Uh, package. Closer. <laughs> Phallus. Closer. It starts with a P. Not penis or pecker. No. It starts with a P. Yeah. Why, Fight, fights there, Captain Hook. 
there's an actual man's name oh, that starts Peter. with a P. Peter. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Peter, Peter. Peter. Right. Oh, Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Yes. That's it. Oh. If I was a bear. Yes. And I was tearing you apart. <laughs> okay. And I was just going at it. Yeah. What would I be doing? Uh, is this also uh, a type of shopping you might do? You could do this. This was this is a name for a shopping center. So it's, he was. So is his name is Peter Mall. If I was tearing you up, yeah. I would be mauling, mauling on, mauling apart, mauling uh, a human. Not me, but mauling you, Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Is that how you pronounce his name? Peter Molyneux. Yeah, Molyneux. Please do not go into pronouncing again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Eckenkar. Yeah, Eckenkar. It's pronounced. It's it's pronounced Wait, Peter let me, Eckenkar. Let me go, let me Google it. Uh, it's Peter, Peter Molyneux. Just sign language me the letters while I look it up over this audio. Motherfucker, Peter Molyneux. Uh, yeah. So uh, okay. So so his uh, new name is called Goddess, and uh, he's got he's you know, there's even like a one guy who won a chance to be in the game, and he hasn't got his thing yet, of course, because it's not done and all this weird stuff. Yeah. His big thing recently, besides Fable, was he made that one that poking game. Yeah, that was the you won. You got to be in Goddess if you won that game. Okay. Remember that? The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the giant block yes. that had the millions of of pixels that he had to poke away. Yeah, he that's him. Oh, okay. he's got some really out there concepts and yeah, ideas. Yeah, I think you've talked about him before. I do like him. He's a genius. He's yeah. a genius. Uh, and it's unfortunate that he now has to uh, kind of. Pretty much break off completely his relationship with the press. It's for hard safety of his family. Even and, all these uh, crowdfunding things, it's hard uh, to know how to finish a product. You know, only it, one out of three uh, Kickstarter video games actually come to fruition. There you and go. And that's not. It's because it, there's still it's still a creative endeavor. It still takes luck and 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 certain awesome things to happen for things to go on. It's so hard to actually know how much. Uh, a game is going to cost to develop uh, in a way that's good. I mean, just anything you work on artistically. Uh, especially is, in the realm of games. It's especially it's when you're trying hit. new technology and right. new ideas right. that you truly can't know how long it's going to take to develop. I would not just, if you're asking, I'm not going to kill his family. Good. I'm just not going to do it. Good. I appreciate we'll that. Uh, because of this guy, Kickstarter. I am going to poke his pixels, though. <laughs> Kickstarter has actually updated its terms of use uh, guidelines about... Uh, the the sellers and and all the all that kind of stuff because of this guy apparently. Well, and uh, it's 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 a little uh, little a little bit of the typhoid Mary there on on uh, Kickstarter's part. Typhoid Mary, of sure. course, was prosecuted as a carrier for disease. There are many people carrying the disease, and they only prosecuted her. But they were uh, all named Mary, and and it was to, it was to say, hey, we're doing something about this problem. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of crowdfunding things that don't come to fruition. Yep. So you're going to hang this guy out to dry. He's just the biggest. So we're changing our policy because of him. He's the biggest little, banner out there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a little it's a little cheap on Kickstarter's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it looks like the it looks like the policies they're changing have to do with um, being able to get your money back if the developer of whatever it is says that they're going to do something that they end up not doing. There you go. Ah, so it looks it looks like that kind of thing. So it looks like not a not a huge change on their part. Give me a dollar. He's going to still try to bring the game okay. out and everything, but uh, just don't you return the long. buttons. Yep. All right, Paul. Yes, sir. The Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Recently got into a little bit of hot water. <laughs> I love this story. I already know where you're going. Because they put out a calendar that put which player as as the calendar photo for the month of February. <laughs> Mr. February. Could it be Michael Vick? No. 
No, no. It's got to be some white player then. That is correct. What fools? <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> uh, so much this worse particular white player from makes the it Eagles. Really bad. Yeah. I don't even you, know. You won't know. You won't know. I don't know him. His name is Riley Cooper. And he said, He's "Bradley's little brother." Riley Cooper was famous for yelling, uh, getting, being, uh, having footage taken of him at a concert where he's getting kicked out of a concert when he was drunk, and uh, using the N word and <laughs> all kinds of black cops, all these racial oh slurs as he was yanked from a concert, and he had to have. And he's Mister February. <laughs> put him what are these idiots? The how does this shit happen? They put him in Black History Month. Do, you, do they do this on purpose? They have, they have to. to. That's, that's, that's the most pro- insane thing I've ever heard. There's just apologies up and down by the by the organization, but no one's saying they did it on purpose. But it has to be. Yeah. How do you not know? How do you, not, you You're a fool. What do you got? What? What is it? Probably seventy percent of your of your players. Yeah, maybe and, maybe. And, no, and unfortunately, when this happened, 30%. they had to have when the incident happened with him yelling uh, all those racist terms. He he, they had to have like a summit, you know. Yeah, I'm sure because I like, bet the team won him out. Yeah, and then so like so like uh, Michael Vick of all people <laughs> and other people had to come out and be like, you know, hey, it's okay, it's all handled in house, it's fine. We yeah. got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's I our think, team. So like, so like, Macklin, was like it was a major. Is it, the, the cool thing was actually Michael Vick. Well, Sean McCoy was like. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I actually liked Lashawn McCoy for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him, but he, I did like him for yeah, that. He was <laughs> like, like, "We'll uh, see." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I'm still kind of pissed about him using the Edward." So, yeah, team or no team, he's probably a racist. Um, yeah, I mean, people thought he was going to get killed on the field. You know, when he took the field, stuff like that. You know, people thought all kinds of shit. And was now happen. they've made him. They fucking February? put him on. Black How many History of month. these calendars did they make? I don't know, but I already ordered ten. Did I mean really? Like <laughs> I it's kind a of jokey joko. Guys, if guys, if you're wondering what to send in the scoop mail, go ahead and just <laughs> no. pick us up a couple of Eagles calendars. No, don't support that garbage. I will get an oh. autograph by David Duke and. <laughs> And, and Riley Cooper. And yeah, Riley Cooper. <laughs> oh, and, uh, my word. And whoever that senator that got in trouble for speaking at that white supremacist. Right. Oh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, what he said was, he was at a Kenny Chesney concert, and what he said was, I will jump the fence and fight every N-word here, bro. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and he was at a Kenny Chesney concert. He was yeah. at a Kenny Chesney concert. Doesn't get, doesn't get whiter than that. Yep. Does not get whiter Kenny than that. Kenny Chesney. So when he said, I'll fight every N-word, there was maybe like two black guys there. <laughs> At the Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Chesney concert. concert. He was trying to fight cowboy hats, just black cowboy hats. I'll fight you cowboy <laughs> hats. Um, the best thing was in, in one of his uh, things that he said uh, when he was talking to NBCPhiladelphia.com, uh, his quote was, I don't use that term. I was raised way better than that. Uh, funny thing about uh, videotape, Riley. <laughs> I you, you did you did use that term. We do believe you're raised better than that, but uh, you sure have used that term before. Oh. <laughs> At least once. Yeah. I got this ticket stub and this video. That is hilarious. Yeah. What are they doing? February. I'm saying, like, of course. You know, here's the thing about this. How Riley, stupid he had to be. Riley Cooper, who did everything to, to put this behind him. Has to get it dragged out by not by another oh, player man. saying something. Do you know what you I mean? Know he's gonna be pissed. Did he, he know he was going if, into February? Did he? That's what I mean. Like, no, the players aren't gonna sign off which month. The right. players don't. Aren't, well, like, the for, Eagles for the Eagles like a said, promotional item. You know, like yeah. it's not like he's doing like a, a well, subway commercial or something. I mean, when the Eagles getting, said it's a third party, uh, the company that does the calendar right. anyway. Like, well, they, they don't do the calendar. They're getting some mad press. This is insane, though. My only hope is that someone over at that company, counter company. Uh, here's my guess: the counter company got the Eagles catalog as like a big get for the company, right? Yeah. 
only one of the guys working for that company is a sports guy. Maybe. And none of his bosses know anything about the team. Or, and or, so, or black. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or do you not know anything about black history? So Man, I feel like it's got to be someone got that past. It had to be someone's idea. There's just no way it's all coincidence. It's, it's a little on the nose that you put the racist white guy on yeah. a February month. That's yeah. nuts. That's So the most, the, the most logical explanation to me is, is, is a, from a total guess is that is that someone did it and can't believe it, couldn't believe it was going to happen like somebody was bragging about it at the bar right. at happy hour after yeah. that week was up and it went through and they're like, and we're like oh they didn't catch like, it they didn't oh. catch it they left fucking Riley I left fucking Riley Holy Cooper shit, the it's fucking... happening Whoa. dude it's going to come out Black History Month um <sighs> so but it's I mean it's really funny it is it's funny it's... and such so things like you try to put like an incident behind you and then some calendar company fucking <laughs> Who's the pooch and something you got to answer questions about being a racist again? Oh, funny. That's really, that's a bad day. Yeah. That's a bad day. That is a shitty day. Yeah. But there you go. That being said, bon appetit. Great dun-dun. calendar. It's a great calendar. <laughs> Photos are great. Are they sexy shots? They're really hot. Yeah, none, of them, none of them playing football. <laughs> it's just them doing hot <laughs> dude hot? activities. Hot yeah. dude, what is he doing? Uh, he, he washing his car? He is, uh, he's lighting a cross on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how deep are we in here jacob we're about an hour and a half all right that's enough then <laughs> i decree i decree an end to the social we should have a gavel we should have a gavel <laughs> scoop send us a gavel no we need a scoop yeah. we bang we a scoop, bang a scoop on again on the, on the, on the block wall. Wall. yeah yeah ting 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 that's it adjourned adjourned scoop adjourned all right. I want to thank uh, Ace Munns uh, for doing some illustrations. He did a fantastic Valentine's Day illustration for us. Ryer, back in action, put Paul and I riding a piece of pizza. Yep. That's some oh, good stuff right good there. That is quality. Michael also has put some stuff out there. Um, oh, man. Uh, there was a guy who put out. Do you see Ben? I think his name is Ben. I'm checking right now. Ben. Uh, Two of us need look no more. He put out the Scoop Squad. He's got Borden and Drew. Oh, yes. All the cartoon characters mm-hmm. of us. Well, Ben, uh, quick addendum there. Put uh, Whippy the Squirrel in there. <laughs> yeah, Whippy the BDSM <laughs> community squirrel. <laughs> Everybody needs to see Whippy the Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, ben, I'm going to say K-Paul, K-Paul. Gags don't mean safe words aren't in effect still. <laughs> I want to thank Sam and JJ, Tony Longworth, and Nick for all of our music. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. Uh, my my chocolate Thornton bo- broham, and uh, <laughs> I kind of want to try that stuff now. It's it's really good. Like it's uh, what I mean is like, no good is a weird. It's 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 surprisingly uh, real, pleasant. Yes, like uh, it. You really do get this kind of um, uh, scent. You like it really like makes Cocoa your brain go like holy shit you. chocolate yeah it makes your brain go like holy shit chocolate and and if you taste it on your finger it tastes like bitter nothing so it really is about a oh. nasal there really is like a real science to it so that's why I was surprised the way your it. sinuses interpret it is different yeah than the way your it tongue really would creates it. yeah it, it accesses the the brain in a in a really cool way mm-hmm. so I, I was very I was actually I was much more impressed with the experience than I thought I how many be. grams a day are you up to now I don't want to talk about it. I can quit right. anytime I want I don't sure, have a problem sure you can I don't have a addictive personality oompa loompa doompa dee <laughs> I mean that's why I was called I've the show I've got early. another riddle for you oompa loompa Ba doompa dee dort 
Chocolate is not a thing you should snort. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, and thanks to Jacob, the audio guy. Woohoo! Oh, did you post a picture of you in the jacuzzi? Yeah, yeah. Ryder put a picture of me in the jacuzzi <laughs> up on the site too. It looked like you're full. It's full of Mountain Dew. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. what it is? I was just say lemon lime Gatorade, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm supposed I, to be pee? I think I've just been peeing up the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> just being a hot tub pee machine. All right, that's what they call me. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you soon. No, that's not what I said last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working anymore. I don't know. That's I the last one. It. I forgot. Soon. soon. <laughs> catch you soon. You're better committing to all that stuff than I am. That what? Like, I didn't want to commit to churn or scoops. You and that, those things are stuck. Just gotta keep doing it. All right. Soon. <laughs> there you go. That's the old college try. E C K A N K A R. Ekadar, the undying. <laughs>